And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. Do you want to thank R&B Car Company, locations in South Bend and Warsaw. R&B Car Company are your used car experts. You can find them online at rbcarcompany.com. Uh, got asked a lot of questions today at Pass the Mic. Tons of questions at Pass the Mic. Uh, and a lot of them, some of them, I should say, were around the caucus. That is going to be happening tomorrow. And we've been doing a, a bit of a parade of many, but not nearly all, of the candidates that are going to be involved in that caucus. And, of course, that is to take over the 2nd Congressional District to serve out the remainder of that district and also run for the party in November against the Democrat nominee. And joining us right now is Kurt Nisley. Kurt Nisley, how you doing, ma'am? Hey, I'm good. How are you, Casey? I'm hanging in there. So, I mean, this is... This is a this is an interesting step, man. You go from state representative, you're you're running for for uh, Congress now, and you know, same question that that I've asked kind of everybody is, you know, what really led you down this path? Why did you want to jump in this thing? All right. Well, I've proven over the last eight years that I can and I will stand on principle, even when it's tough. So, give people some examples because I'm familiar with your voting record. Okay. And okay. and I know that I've talked yeah. about you on the show, um, but, you know, there's okay. going to be a lot of people out there. Maybe they don't know you. You know, there's a lot of district captains yeah. in some of the other counties, so give the pitch. Okay. Yeah, well, I've been the state representative here in Kosciuszko County for the last eight years, a Republican state representative here. And uh, through, through these eight years, yes, there's um, – I've, I've been able to, to use this to, to move things. In fact, just two weeks ago – um, I was in Florida, and the national organization Young Americans for Liberty gave me an award, the Unsung Hero of the uh, the Unsung Hero of the Year Award, uh, for my work in getting constitutional carry passed here in Indiana. I was fighting for constitutional carry before it was cool, and. Uh, uh, so that's that's one of the, the big achievements that I have here in Indiana. You know, you could actually say, and forgive me if I step out of line here, Kurt, but you could say that uh, a lot of people owe their, their lives to you and some of the efforts that you yeah. did in that mall in Indiana. Yes, the, the Greenwood mall shooting happened just 17 days after constitutional carry went into effect. Yeah. And yes, when I, when I heard the news there, it really went through me that, you know what, that, you know, those 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 years of pushing for that um, that was totally worth it. Is that totally one of those one of those moments where it's like you know I knew that I was I was probably right anyway, but now you've got that validation. It's obviously sad that this happens, but at the same time, it's like I was on the right side. I, I did the right thing. Was, yep, yep, yep. I've heard that it's socially unacceptable to be right before. Uh, <laughs> it's socially unacceptable to be right too early. Yeah. And, you know, on, on, on that particular particular one, yeah, I am, I'm glad that I was on the right side of that one, Well, even if I was early. Me, me too. Me too. It was, uh, it was the right fight Thanks. to have. Um, so, Kurt, you actually ended up finding out that somebody that uh, I've known for a long time, actually lives in my neighborhood, is connected to you, Faith. And I was, I was like, wait my, a minute, what? Because she called you her my, brother. My sister, Faith, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, wait yeah. a minute, your actual brother? And she, she, she <laughs> kind of explained everything to me, and it's like, how, how have we known each other this entire time, and I didn't know this? So. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. Faith, Faith is, is one of my foster sisters. We, I have 23 foster brothers and sisters. Um, I have 28 Holy siblings. smoke. Hold on, stop, stop. 20? Stop. 23? Okay. 23 foster brothers wow. and sisters, Holy two, smokes. two adopted sisters, and uh, three siblings by birth. 
Wow. So I think that adds up to 28. I'm number 29 in the family. Wow. Yes. And, and it's really cool because with, with Facebook and, you know, social media, I have been able to make connections with, uh, with some of my long lost foster brothers and sisters just over the last few years. And it's so cool. Yeah. Faith, Faith, she is, she's amazing. No, she's a fantastic woman. Um, and just, yeah, I, I just, I didn't realize that the foster component of your life had that many people involved. Now, how does, how does this impact your views on the Roe decision and the fight to come in Congress? Okay, um, two two questions there. Let me let me break it down there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, uh, by by having you know the, the culture in our family was 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 reaching out and and bringing in um, th- these foster kids, and and we made them a part of our family. We love them as as brothers and sisters, and I still call them brothers and sisters uh, today. Uh, every, every life is valuable. Every life is valuable. And so, yes, I have been fighting here in Indiana. Well, for the last six years, I had uh, proposed the bill that would would just end abortion here in Indiana. Uh, the argument that I was using for the last six years was that it was a state's issue. The the federal government has no business in this matter. Uh, the um, the Constitution, the, the con- in the Constitution, the Congress is given about twenty things they're supposed to do. And everything else is left to the states. Read the Tenth Amendment. Everything not delegated to the federal government in this Constitution is reserved to the states and to the people. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so I've been making the states' uh, sovereignty argument for abortion over the last six years here in Indiana. And just this summer in June, the Supreme Court of the United States agreed with me. You know, what's, what's interesting about this, many, many years ago, and I don't know if you're familiar with Dina Titus from Nevada. Um, Dina Titus, Congresswoman. Okay. So she was, she was in local politics in Nevada when I was there for a very long time. She eventually, you know, is, is running for Congress. And one of the people that I, I worked with was sent out to interview her. And they asked about that very same thing. You know, things that are not delegated to the federal government or go back to the states and to the people. And Dina Titus, Democrat, made the argument that Congress was the people that the people are not the people congress is the people because the people elect people in congress and therefore the congress is the representative of the people and the people are not to get a say in anything that is delegated back to the people i wanted to get your thoughts on that because that's that's a that's an attitude you're going to be running into quite a bit if you get to dc okay no no that's an interesting interesting thing there um well and i can see that people obviously have that attitude i don't have that attitude no the the people are the people down here, not the people that are elected into the Congress. Okay. Very easy, simple answer. You're it's, still trying to explain it to a uh, liberal Democrat is always always a bit frustrating. <laughs> uh, so immigration issues. Let's, let's deal with that. And the reason I want to bring this up is, you know, two days ago, we got a report that 10 more people on the terror watch list were arrested at the border. So I think the total for this fiscal year is now 66, somewhere around there. And just wow. to be, just to be, you know, plain for everybody out there they're on the terror watch list they're not actual terrorists uh, per se but they're on the terror watch list and they're people that probably shouldn't be coming through the southern border and the fact that they are coming through the southern border should probably be concerning um you've seen this very weird play that the Biden administration is trying to finish a section of the border wall while simultaneously saying that the wall is evil and i heard today that they're i guess building another wall around biden's house so where do you stand on border issues going forward 
Yeah, well, I, I mentioned earlier that the United States Constitution gives about 20 things to the Congress to do, and immigration is one of those things. It is one of the things that the federal government should do, should do and they should do well. Uh, the problem is the federal government has is doing about a million other things that they shouldn't be doing uh, and neglecting the things they should do well. So, yeah, immigration is one of those things. And and we've we, we got to find a, a fix for it. Um, I, I do think that building the wall is is a part, maybe a, a first step here. But I want to look much farther beyond that. Um, I mean, there are real, real issues with immigration. We are a nation of immigrants. All of us came here, uh, unless you're full-blooded Native American, you know, you immigrated here, your ancestors immigrated here at some time. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm definitely not anti-immigration, but I would say that the federal government has screwed up our immigration really, really bad in a lot of different ways. Yeah, I've got a listener who has a wife who still can't get into the country and keeps getting delayed and delayed and delayed. Ukraine was an excuse. COVID was an excuse. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. um, the sad tragedy is now that he's been diagnosed with cancer, they're actually fast-laning her to get into the United States. And it's like, I have to literally get almost a fatal disease to even be able to be reunited with my my wife, who's just trying to legally immigrate here. So this is going to come up as as well on, on improving the legal path for illegal immigrants as well to get into the country. Yeah. So maybe it, it curbs some of the illegal stuff. Right, right. So, so yeah, fixing the, the legal issue um, there. Uh, and another one is, is just temporary work visas. Uh, so, so my wife, Mary, is on the fair board in Elkhart County, the largest county fair in the state, one of the largest in the country, as you all know. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, so, so one of the issues there is is the workers say at the midway the 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 rides there, and you know it's it's long hours, tough work, uh, uncomfortable conditions, and they do depend. Oh, and it's it's temporary, right? It's only the summer months, right? And so fairs and festivals really do depend on bringing in labor from out of the country for things like that, and. And the system that we have is just is just so broken. It is very difficult for them to do that. So often we think of you know foreign labor in, in the context of of agriculture, but I see it very much in the fairs and festivals realm here too. All right. Again, we're talking with Kurt Nisley, Indiana State Representative, running for Congressional District Two Caucus again is tomorrow. So Kurt. Let's say uh, you get through this thing, you defeat the Democrat in November, and you go to Washington, D.C. Kurt goes to Washington, D.C. What are the first couple of things that are primary on your agenda? Okay, uh, fighting inflation, the, that is a huge thing right now. Once again, a currency is one of the 20 things that Congress is supposed to do and do well, and they have really, really messed that one up. It's mostly caused by the, the spending, the, the printing of the money, the, the crazy spending in, out of D.C. Uh, so that that has got to be like number one is just cut, just 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 stop. Just stop the, the insanity going on there with the unlimited spending going on. So that's your priority. Do you think, yes, um, real quick, can I just ask you a sidebar? Because this is something I get asked a lot, and I, I noticed yeah, that it, it happened yeah, on Dan Bundy. you're the host here. You can ask me whatever you want. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't want, I don't want to you know, filibuster your time. But, um, but Dan Bongino just had a caller bring this up, too, and I get this question quite a bit. Do you have any kind of a feeling that maybe the new IRS agents in this, this new bill 
that perhaps they're not there for auditing, but they're there to kind of enforce the conversion to a digital currency that they're trying to work on right now? Do you think that that's really the big motivation behind this, or do you think that might be a conspiracy theory? Or some truth, maybe a little bit to both? uh, I would say that is within the realm of possibility, absolutely. That's scary stuff. Scary stuff. Absolutely. Buy a 3D yeah. printer, everybody. <clears throat> All right. So, Kurt, <laughs> not, I mean, you know, for trinkets and stuff, that's it. Kurt Nisley, <laughs> how can people learn more about you, support your campaign? Okay. Uh, go to my website, kurtnisley.com. That's C U R T N I S L Y.com. Kurtnisley.com. Yeah, there you'll, you'll find information about me. There's a donate button there. You can chip in. Uh, yeah, uh, even a, even a short 11 day campaign uh, does definitely have costs to it. So uh, please please go there and, and show your support there. Um, send me an email, Kurt at KurtNisley.com. If you can figure out how to spell it, C U R T uh, at C R T N I S L Y dot com. And we'll make sure uh, yes. we'll make sure we link to this in the Daily Show prep and everything for everybody awesome. to make it easy awesome. easy for people. Kurt, best of luck, man. Appreciate your time. Okay, appreciate it. All right, appreciate it, Casey and. Uh, Hello, everybody out there in Michiana. All right. Thanks, sir. Appreciate it. All right. We got more coming up. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel.